Hey, I am Dion Barry, and welcome to episode two, episode dose of Children's Card Game, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. And let me tell you, last week was so much fun to create, so much fun to to put together, to write the jokes for. Um, it was just a huge amount of fun that I decided I was going to do it again. Um, I think I'll do it again after this week too, and for as many weeks as I have to until I finally figure out what on earth the heart of the cards actually means. When I finally learn it, you people will never hear from me again. I will finally be free of the prison of confusion I've been in since I was 11 years old. Just give me a second to figure out what the heart of the cards is. That's the only reason why I'm here. And I know exactly why you are here. You're here because you loved the first episode as much as I loved making it. And if you loved that episode and you would love it if I continued making more, then I've got another love that we can that we can do here. I would love for you to visit patreon.com slash children's card game. There you can sign up to become a patron at any level. Every, every single dollar that you're inexplicably willing to spend on this, I would absolutely love it. Um, I would totally appreciate it, whatever it is. And I, I'm not I'm not just gonna sit here and beg for change. And offer nothing in return. I'm not Obama. That was a joke. I love Obama. But I am actually going to give a couple of incentives for my Patreon patrons. So if I get 50, let me rephrase that. Every 50 patrons that children's card game gets on Patreon, I'm going to record an episode of Talking Cheese, a Spongebob bonus show. I start on episode one. I do exactly what I did with Yu-Gi-Oh! last week. I go line by line, beat by beat, reviewing the very first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, and I'll, I'll do the same thing with SpongeBob in a, in a bonus show that I call Talking Cheese, a SpongeBob bonus show. I will do it for every 50 Patreon patrons I get. Uh, but beyond that, every 100 Patreon Patrons who sign up at any level, I'm going to record an episode of something called Ashes Coma Fantasy, a Pokemon bonus show. That's two different bonus shows, Talking Cheese and Ashes Coma Fantasy. Talking Cheese is every 50 Patreon patrons. And every 100 Patreon patrons, I actually do both episodes. I do Ashes Coma Fantasy and I'll do talking cheese. So I, I'm looking for a reason to do those bonus shows. I love SpongeBob. I love Pokemon. So if, if you're digging what I'm doing here, by all means, hop on patreon.com slash children's card game, become a patron at any level, and we'll get those two bonus shows working for you. But that is not the only thing I'm hawking today. I have something something new to hawk. I'm a shell 
I'm a carny. I've always got something to sell. I want you, as soon as you're done listening to this episode, to go to facebook.com slash children's card game. Facebook.com slash children's card game. We are not deleting our Facebooks. Ladies and gentlemen, you're keeping your Facebook accounts. Mark Zuckerberg is going to get that data from you and he's going to sell it to the Russians so that they can make Kim Jong the next president of the United States. I don't know what he's going to do with it. All I know is you have to keep your Facebook so that you can go to Facebook.com slash Children's Card Game and like our page. That page I'm going to share when we have new episodes dropping. I'm going to share memes of Yu-Gi-Oh that I find all over the internet. It's going to be a good place where I can start to interact with some of the listeners. Um, I was really shocked at the number of people who actually listened to the first episode. I've done no official promotion. I've only sent it to one or two friends. Uh, but I, I was really kind of overwhelmed at the amount of people who actually listened with, with no prior, uh, knowledge that the podcast was coming with no promotion. So I want to know who you crazy people are. I want to know who's crazy enough to, to be taking this journey with me. If you are, I would love to interact with you on facebook.com slash children's card game. But as much as I hate to admit it, I am sure the vast majority of you are a bunch of freeloaders who are, are not concerned about the Patreon, are not concerned about the Facebook, but I love you too. I love you too. So what we're going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to stop hawking at you. I'm going to stop giving you links and I'm going to give you what you came here for. Episode two of Yu-Gi-Oh! Episode two of a children's card game, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Now, this episode starts um, back in school. Once again, Everyone is sitting around playing Duel Monsters, and once again, there are no teachers. The Japanese teacher strike is still going strong. Uh, they will they will not go back to work until you give them more yen. Joey is dueling against Taya, which is like that crappy NFL game they play every year in Mexico City, where it's like the Bears versus the Buccaneers. And Joey plays this weak rock monster. Taya plays an equally weak fairy-looking monster. So don't get mad at me for uh, not knowing the names of these cards, by the way. Because Joey literally called his monster, My Giant Rock Guy! So I only can have as much respect for this game as the characters do. It's a children's card game, and I can't have more respect for it than the children do. So Joey thinks his monster should win because it's bigger, even though that has nothing to do with the rules. So Taya plays a magic card that destroys rock monsters, which causes Joey's life points to drop to zero, which is also, again, the rules. It was it was literally Taya... Last week, who told us you had to destroy monsters in battle to drop life points. And now she's just playing random magic cards and declaring herself the winner. I don't know. 
feels rigged to me. Feels a little rigged. At least I'm sure this is the only time the rules of this uh, distinguished game will be violated. Uh, I'm, I'm sure this is the only time that's ever going to happen. So Joey and Yugi go to the playground. And Joey says, uh, I stink. I can't win at Duel Monsters to save my life. Which is true. Joey does stink. Joey says, teach me what I'm doing wrong. What you're doing wrong, Joey, is you don't know the rules, you have bad cards, and you don't seem very smart, so your strategy probably isn't good either. Other than that, I don't know, could be anything. Yugi looks through Joey's deck, and he discovers that it's full of monster cards. And Yugi says that in order to win, you have to combine your monster cards with magic cards. Yugi neglects to mention that you can also just make stuff up. Like, I just destroyed your rock monster, so now you have no life points left. Joey, like, flips out. He grabs Yugi and he yells, This is the kind of stuff I need to know! Joey! You didn't know what a magic card was before this? There are only like three kinds of cards in the entire game, and you didn't know one of them. So, Yugi takes Joey to the card shop, because school doesn't matter, kids. Uh, Yugi asks his grandfather, who has made a full recovery from the stroke he had last week playing a children's card game, uh, Yugi asks his grandfather to train Joey. And I get my first laugh out loud moment of the episode when grandpa like scoffs at the idea of teaching Joey. He says, teach you? Duel Monsters is a very complicated game. No. <laughs> no, it's not. It's literally the simplest game in the world. You guys just make it complicated by never following the rules. Plus, Joey already knows two of the three kinds of cards that there are. How much further do you possibly have to go? Joey literally gets down on his knees and begs Grandpa to teach him to play. He says, Taya beat me three times. And Yugi says, no, she beat you five times. And, and Joey's shocked at this because apparently he doesn't know how to count. Uh, which is probably how Taya actually beat him so easily, just by playing a magic card and declaring herself the winner. Not like Joey can count how many life points he has anyway. Grandpa says that training Joey uh, will take a lot of rigorous training. And no, no, I disagree. Becoming a fireman takes weeks of rigorous training. You guys are just playing Uno with Digimon drawn on them. And Joey, he's still, he's still just begging Grandpa like the little sub he is. So Yugi does a little reverse psychology on his Grandpa. You know, gaslighting him. He says, oh, you can't teach Joey how to play. 
and the old man falls for a trick so old he was probably alive when it was written. Uh, Grandpa agrees to train Joey, and literally one of the first things he teaches him is what a trap card is, which is the third kind of card in Duel Monsters. Monster cards, magic cards, trap cards. So there you go, Grandpa. Uh, your work is done. You taught him all three kinds of cards there are. Okay. So here's where the episode gets a little complicated. We kind of flash away from the card shop. Uh, we're in a stadium where real Japanese people have spent real Japanese yen. Yen that could have been spent ending the teacher strike. To watch uh, two incels play a children's card game. Um, it's the Duel Monsters Regional Championship and apparently 10 million people are watching at home. Uh, the incels in question who are dueling, um, I assume they're incels because they professionally play a children's card game. The incels are Weevil Underwood and Rex Raptor. Let's marvel once again at the subtlety of the Yu-Gi-Oh! writers. Hi there, little ones. For today's kindergarten lesson, we're going to guess what kind of monsters these two doo-doo heads are using. What kind of monsters do you think Weevil Underwood uses? If you guessed bugs, congrats! You're likely over the age of seven and possess basic object permanence. Now, what kind of monsters do you think Wex Raptor uses? If you said dinosaurs, congrats! You're at least as smart as one of those sign language gorillas. Until next time, kids! So, back to all our main characters. They're all watching this duel on television because they're a bunch of losers. And Joey falls asleep because of the weeks of rigorous training Yugi's grandpa has put him through. Apparently, uh, he's not falling asleep because they're watching bozos play cards on TV for fun. Joey says, I must have been nuts to think I could learn this crazy game. <laughs> oh, you sweet summer child. If you think it's crazy now, you just wait a few minutes. Yugi's grandpa enters with a package for Yugi from Industrial Illusions, which is the company that makes the Duel Monsters game. Yugi says he has no idea why they're sending him a package, and then he goes, Is it possible they heard I beat the world champion? Yeah. Real sick humble brag there, Yugi. If 10 million people are watching Human Centipede and Jurassic Park 3 duel on television, of course they heard you beat the world champion. Taya says, you mean Kaiba? Shut up, Taya. Yugi goes, I mean, it wasn't an official match or anything, but Kaiba did drop out of the tournament because of me. 
stop bragging about it, you tiny, arrogant Egyptian godchild. We get a flashback to Yugi's defeat of Kaiba. This show is all about some flashbacks. And I mean, why not? Repeating content is a great way to save your creative energy if you're feeling lazy. Now, back to Weevil and Rex, who are like, I don't know, the human centipede in Jurassic Park 3. Ha <laughs> Okay. Joey says that dinosaurs versus bugs should be an easy win for Rex. Joey, when will you learn that you're always wrong about everything? Rex plays uh, the most powerful monster in his deck, which is the two-headed King Rex, with a whopping power of 1,600 attack points. Wow. Yeah. Yugi said before that Rex likes to overwhelm his opponents with power, but if your strongest monster only has 1,600 attack points, the only person you're probably overwhelming is Taya. Weevil plays his basic insect, which is like a regular insect, except it drinks Starbucks, whereas Uggs and really likes Selena Gomez. It's a, it's a basic insect, okay? Um, I am going to try my best to, to make this next sequence of nonsense understandable. So, Rex attacks with the two-headed King Rex, but Weevil activates a trap card, which uh, he, he never actually names the trap card. He just calls it his Vortex. And the Vortex like traps the two-headed King Rex. What does that mean? I have no idea within the context of the rules of the game. But for whatever reason, two-headed King Rex is apparently not able to attack. So then Weevil uses the magic card and says he's giving his basic insect armor with laser cannon. So if you look up what this card is, it's actually called insect armor with laser cannon and it increases uh, an insect's attack points by 700. So this would bring the, the, the basic insect up to 1200 attack points, which is still 400 attack points less than the two-headed King Rex. But despite all this, Weevil still attacks two-headed King Rex, destroys it, and somehow Rex loses the game. Okay, so that's all insane, but the craziest part of this is it literally isn't even Weevil's turn. It's still Rex's turn. Weevil does all of this nonsense during Rex's turn. I am not an expert in the game of Yu-Gi-Oh, but from the little bit I know, it pains me to watch them violate the rules so horribly. But whatever, right? Weevil wins. And, and I'm putting wins in quotation marks. But he wins. And he's presented with a trophy by none other than the flamboyant Maximilian Pegasus. He's the creator of Duel Monsters, and he's just a little bit off. 
He's got that long silver hair, this like feminine seductive accent, and he's wearing an outfit that looks like he bought it at the Prince Estate Auction. This man is wearing a choker. His hair has the sheen of the sun reflecting off the ocean waves on a summer day. He also reveals to us that he personally ordered the package be delivered to Yugi. So he's pretty and a little dangerous. We rejoin the Scooby gang finally opening that package from Industrial Illusions. They pop it in and it's a video of Pegasus, like a campier version of the ring. Pegasus says that he wants to investigate Yugi's skills personally. Obviously, you can't fight a duel against a VHS tape. Even Joey with his Forrest Gump IQ level knows that. But Pegasus says, it's not crazy, it's magic. And suddenly everyone becomes boring zombies and a flamboyant weirdo is threatening everyone. Are we in Los Angeles? Pegasus says that he'll release everyone from their walking dead state after the duel. So Yugi does his morphin' time gimmick and grows an extra five inches. By the way, this duel is played with a strict 15-minute time limit because that's the remaining amount of time there is in the TV episode, I guess. So the clock begins and Pegasus plays a card face down. Yugi starts to play a card, but Pegasus says, You won't beat anyone with that dragon card. Then his winged eyeliner glows behind his hair and he says he knows every move Yugi will make before he makes it. Pegasus says this gives him a distinct advantage, although he then plays a dragon capture jar, which somehow snatches the dragon card from Yugi's hand. Okay, I am willing to accept that the dragon capture jar was his face-down trap card, which means he can play it during Yugi's turn. But the Dragon Capture Jar only changes cards from attack position to defense position. And he definitely can't steal a card Yugi hasn't even played yet. So sure, Pegasus, your ability to anticipate his moves is a distinct advantage. But I think your bigger advantage is just straight up ignoring the rules of the game. Pegasus announces that we're in the Shadow Realm, where monsters are real. Yugi, who in his Egyptian pharaoh form of Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, he doesn't seem to remember the Shadow Realm or the Shadow Games or any of the stuff that he personally told us in episode one. So Pegasus takes, uh, he takes some time to explain all of this to us, which is bizarre since they only have 15 minutes to duel. Pegasus tells us the story of ancient Egyptian kings doing battle with real monsters and real magic and almost destroying the world. This is the same story Yu-Gi-Oh! told us in episode one. But now Yu-Gi-Oh! screams, 
these monsters can't be real. We're now all victims of Yugi's gaslighting. At first, it was just his grandfather. Now, now we're all in on the gaslighting here. Pegasus then uses the Dragon Piper to take control of Yugi's dragon monster from the dragon capture jar. Because that's a, a thing that's possible, apparently. Yugi, he counterattacks with Silver Fang. But Silver Fang is weaker than the, the Komori dragon that Pegasus just took. So, like, why? If Yugi is this expert in the game, why attack with... Okay, if I if I criticize the legitimacy of every single move, we're going to be here all night. Um, okay, so anyway, Komori Dragon obviously destroys Silver Fang. Uh, let's see, whose turn is it? I, I cannot even keep up with who's... They, they keep doing moves during each other's turns. So Yugi's life points drop to 1,500 as he realizes the monsters are real because he feels the actual heat from the dragon's attack, and that that just sends Pegasus into this crazy giggle fit. Okay, more backstory from Pegasus. More backstory that we learned in episode one. Pegasus tells us about the pharaoh who captured the magic of the shadow games and the seven mystical items. Yugi doesn't get it, even though he's literally the person the story is about. Pegasus, like all of us, wants to get this duel moving forward already, so he stops recapping and we keep moving on. If you're keeping score at home, Yugi is down to 1,500 life points. Pegasus is still at 2,000. Pegasus runs his fingers through his Pantene Pro-V hair to reveal his Millennium Eye. A golden little doodad that Yugi concludes allows Pegasus to know what card Yugi is about to play. So Yugi comes up with a stupid idea. To play a card from his deck without looking at it first. Okay, this is not possible. You know why? Because there's no way to tell if his card is a monster, magic, or trap card. There's no way to tell if his card is even applicable to the situation. But he's just going to draw it and and play it? You can't do that. But this is early 2000s network anime. So it all works out and Yugi happens to play his strongest monster, the Dark Magician. Deus Ex Heart of the Cards, if you will. Dark Magician destroys Komori Dragon, Pegasus drops to 1,200 life points. Uh, but Pegasus just scoffs, and he plays uh, the Faceless Mage, and he combines it with the Eye of Illusion, and Dark Magician's attack against the Faceless Mage has no effect, which goes completely unexplained. Seriously, they never mentioned why... Faceless Mage and Eye of Illusion stopped the Dark Magician. I don't know if it's an effect of the Faceless Mage. I have no clue why that happened. So Yugi summons an even weaker monster and uses that to attack the Faceless Mage. And of course, it gets destroyed. But 
the the weak monster was destroyed by the dark magician. Yugi's own monster destroyed his new weak monster. Why? Who knows? Again, it was never explained. All we know is that Yugi's life points now drop to 400. So Yugi summons the summoned skull to attack the faceless mage again. But the time runs out. Yugi loses because his life points are lower and the 15 minute time limit is is up. And I don't see why that matters anyway, since Yugi apparently would have just kept attacking the inexplicably invincible faceless mage until he lost anyway. After Yugi loses, Pegasus uses his Millennium Eye to snatch away the soul of Yugi's grandpa. And Yugi screams at his TV the same way I do when I'm trying to turn off Yu-Gi-Oh, but my batteries are dead. And uh, that's it. That is episode two. We're, we're on out of here. Episode two of Yu-Gi-Oh's done. And you want to know what else is done? The second episode of Children's Card Game, a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. Let's recap. In today's episode, Grandpa trained Joey. Weevil became the regional champion. Pegasus beat Yugi, and Pegasus stole Grandpa's soul. See how I, I just got the entire episode's concept out in like six and a half seconds? I should have been a writer for Yu-Gi-Oh! I can do this stuff so much more efficiently than they can. And if you want to see how efficient I am, I want to show you that when you visit patreon.com slash children's card game. Remember, patrons at any level, once I have 50 of them, I'm going to do an episode of Talking Cheese, a Spongebob bonus show. And when I get 100... I'm going to do another episode of Talking Cheese, but I'm also going to do an episode of Ash's Coma Fantasy, a Pokemon bonus show. If you can't get enough of all the fun that we've had here today, Facebook.com slash Children's Card Game is where you can get your Yu-Gi-Oh! memes. It's where you can learn about the next episode, when it's going to come out. And I also might just... Just type some different impressions I have of each episode as I'm watching them. Um, It's a way that I get to interact with you guys all throughout the week, not just on the day that the podcast drops. So visit that facebook.com slash children's card game. Give it a like. I'd love to see you there. I hope you guys had fun. I had a fantastic time. I will see you at episode three right here on Children's Card Game, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast.